So we got a lot to talk about. Number one, why I've been gone for a couple of weeks. But number two, are we exercising fear or faith when it comes to everything that's going on around us today? That's what we're going to talk about today. Please give it a listen. Welcome to the Where the Wild Things Aren't podcast this week. Um, this one's going to be a tough conversation. Uh, the, the reason, uh, you know, I want to make sure that we're understanding of some circumstances that are going on around us in the world today. Uh, but my question in the open, I want to say it again, is are we exercising fear or faith when it comes to the things of the world today? And, and I want us to think about that thing exactly as we approach this issue because here is the circumstance that I'm looking at no matter what the argument be it political be it uh, about health be it whatever it might be be it about what's taking place overseas in Afghanistan the Middle East and those places the one thing that I'm recognizing is fear drives our conversations Fear is driving our conversations, and it shouldn't be. It, it really, really shouldn't be. So I want to take a moment to just think about that today. I, I want to open with one verse, and then I want to talk about a number of things. But in Romans chapter 14, I believe Paul speaks directly to all of this. In Romans 14, Paul is speaking to the Roman church, and it's it, yes, it has to do with food and the disagreements amongst the body but he says this as for the one who is weak in faith welcome him but not to quarrel over opinions not to quarrel over opinions well i mean in the book of james james chapter 4 what causes quarrels among you don't you know that it comes from the desires that are deep within you well let me explain my conversation a little bit with this Fear. What is driving most of our conversations and our opinionated arguments today is fear. Be it fear of a political party and what they will do to, quote, your country. Um, be it fear of a vaccine or a virus. Uh, fear of a terrorist group or fear of a government entity. Fear of whatever it may be. Insert fear here. Those fears are what are causing problems in our conversations today. And those fears are making their way into the church. See, even in this conversation of Paul with the Jewish believers in Rome, it was a fear of the Gentiles being involved because they didn't do things the same way that the others did. They didn't. You know, and, and you see that because in verse two, it says one person believes he may eat anything while the weak person eats only vegetables. And then in verse three, he says, let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats for God has welcomed him. Well, what Paul is saying here is he's saying, look, you're both part of the same family. Regardless of how you live out this faith, if God is, you know, if you're if you are following this or that, you're part of the same family. God has welcomed you. He's 
essentially saying food doesn't have bearing on your salvation. It's not this conversation, this conversation, this thing you've been fighting over does not have bearing on your faith. It should not. It's what he's saying here. And, and, and in that conversation, I want to just spend a little bit of time looking at that. Verse four, he says, who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls and he will be upheld for the Lord is able to make him stand. In other words, if somebody serves someone besides the Lord and they are looking at this, uh, this is maybe a good conversation amongst, you know, dissension between religions. He's essentially saying it's not for you to force on anyone what you believe. It's not for you to force them to do as you do. It's for you to live as you believe you should live. And I, I see this in the arguments that we're having where fear has overtaken a number of our conversations to the point that we're seeing people try to force certain things on certain people. Now, I'm not getting into all the political debates that are going on. You know, if you want those, you can go to a news source. What I am trying to get into, though, is this idea in this conversation of exactly what's going here. And that is this. We are creatures who feel that we have to have a dependency on our belief and that others have to see things our way and it's something that has happened from day one and and it's constantly been a battle it, it has constantly been a battle and so as we go through this conversation today i want to open us up to a few different things number one in luke chapter or in mark chapter 16 now there's a debate about whether the text in the last part of mark 16 with the great commission is included in earlier manuscripts. That's neither here nor there. What it says is Jesus says, go to all the, go to the ends of the earth and preach the good news. And at the end of that, there's a line where he says, if they drink poison, it will not hurt them. In other words, he's saying, I have put a power in you that will protect you from something innocent there. You can't accidentally partake in something that will harm you in that way. If you're living by the spirit of the Lord and you're doing things according to his will and you feel that that is part of how you can worship, whatever that love may be. Now, I'm not getting into a debate about that. I'm just simply saying that's what the scripture is saying. And it says that there will be powers that the spirit will bring in those uh, folks. They will be able to cast out demons. They will be able to speak in tongues. They will be able to, you know, all of these things all listed right there in Mark 16. But let's go earlier in his ministry. Luke chapter 10. In Luke chapter 10, the 72 return. Jesus had sent out the 72. They come back and they're excited. And they're saying, Lord, we, we could cast out demons and they, they listen to us. And Jesus warns them there. He says, great. He says, but that's not the place you should focus. Now, 
what he says here is that, yes, you will be able to cast out demons in my name. Yes, you will be able to do these things. Yes, you will be able to, to accomplish these things. But in, in 10, starting in verse 17, it says, The 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I've given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. He's refocusing them, not on that they have this power that they can wield, but on that their name is written in the book of life. Now, why would Jesus spend the time to refocus them? Well, I'm really think that we're seeing now more than ever why because we're so concerned right now with that everybody see things our way and that this life that we're living this faith that we're living out that I can do this in the name of Jesus well great why are you so concerned with proving the power of Christ he proves himself he proves to the world who he is through the things that you do but it sounds like you are seeking credit. Understand what he's saying to them. They said, we could do this in your name. And he says, great. Let's not focus on what we can do. Let's focus on the fact that your name is written in the book of life. And these are signs that you are mine. I think it's very humbling to hear that statement today especially in the arguments that are going back and forth about who's right, who's wrong, what's right, what's wrong. I believe that today we're looking at this and we're needing to see this in a different light. But what's happening here is we see that we can cast out these things, we can do these things, that the powers of this world do not have authority over us because of the power of Christ within us. And that nothing will harm us. But our focus should not be on these worldly matters, but on the fact that our name is written in the book of life. Now, John in first John actually goes as far as saying in, in chapter four, verse 17, um, that he has done something even more in us. And in first John chapter four, verse 17, it says this. By this is love perfected within us or with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. Wait, so that these things are done and, and by this love that we show one another, it perfects the confidence that we have in judgment. In other words, it's the joy of our name being written in the book of life. We have confidence that we are his because we can love like him and we can do these signs and wonders and we can cast out demons in his name and we can do all of those things, but it's not about us doing those things. Those are signs that give us the confidence that our name is in the book of life. Let's go back to Paul. Taking all of that, let's go back to Paul. And let's look back at what Paul says to the Romans again, because I believe it's important 
where he says, as for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. Because you may understand something more than him. You may have a deeper understanding of what's going on because of the signs, the wonders and the things that are going on in your life. It's not to quarrel, folks. It's not to fight and argue about. One person might believe they can do this while another believes they can't. Who's right? Who's wrong? Sounds like the argument there, right? Well, later in this, it says, you know, nothing in itself is unclean. But if someone deems it unclean, then it is. In other words, if someone doesn't have the conviction that the Lord, you know, that you have from whatever belief you have, from wherever it came from. It's not for you to force them. It's for the spirit to convict us. If the spirit is not convicting us of something, then we can't force someone to believe like we do. We can't force someone to see things our way and, and expect it not to cause a quarrel or a fight. But as we go through this in verse 13, he says, therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. Now, there's a couple ways we can look at that. Number one is, if, if you think it's a stumbling block, then don't put it there in front of your brother. If he's not convicted about it from the Holy Spirit, then don't cause him confusion. Again, going back to the conversation of some of these things may not be detrimental to your salvation. They may come from a tradition that you maybe even don't understand. Now, all of that said, verse 14, and I know and am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it unclean. In other words, if you have this strong feeling of it being unclean, if you have a strong feeling about it, then that's that's between you and God. And if someone else, if you feel that they need to have a strong opinion about it, then you can maybe pray about that, but that's not really your concern. If we're living out the kingdom, if we're living in the kingdom, if we're part of that and we have the spirit within us and we're doing these things that, have, that give us the assurance of our faith to know that he has given us the power over the, the authority over the things in this world and that nothing will harm us, then that's great. We have a faith that is deep, a faith that goes far beyond fear. But, but hear this in verse 17 of Romans 14. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking. It's not a matter of vaccine or virus it's not a matter of republican or democrat it's not a matter of the things that we are quarreling over in this world it's a matter of righteousness it's a matter of peace and it's a matter of joy in the holy spirit it's a matter of the spirit being alive in you that is the kingdom of god and it says whoever thus serves christ is acceptable to god and approved by men in other words Whoever's serving him 
it's acceptable. If they are truly serving him, if their life is wrapped up in him, there it is. But verse 22, or verse 19 then says, So let us then pursue what makes for peace, for mutual upbuilding. In other words, let's pursue the peace that can build us up together. Let's pursue the peace that brings unity, that brings the body together. Let's stop fighting over these minor things. I could take it into the church and the arguments that have been had for years about the carpet color, or the stained glass windows or whatever. Any of these arguments about what you have a strong opinion on. Is that opinion based in your faith? Is it based in the Holy Spirit or is it based in a tradition? That's something we must look at. And trust that the Holy Spirit will convict us of what is right and wrong in those matters. And will do the change within us. But it is not for us to argue over. Because it's those arguments that divide and a divided house cannot stand. But verse 22 might speak more volume than anything. But it's, you know, it says, do not for the sake of food, in verse 20, do not for the sake of food destroy the work of God. Do not for the sake of argument, of opinion, of of whatever it might be, destroy the work of God. That's what he says in verse 20. And in verse 22, he says, the faith that you have keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself for what he approves. But whoever doubts is condemned if he eats. Because the eating is not from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. If our arguments are not from faith, if we give in to something not because of faith, but because of fear, it is a sin. That is what the scripture is telling us. And that is what Paul is telling the Roman church. It's like, look, if there's no conviction, if there's no problem here, and if it's faith that allows you to do these things, great. You, you stand on your faith. You have the assurance of your faith. And in the midst of all of these things, you have these things that are leading you to believe this or that. And you're standing in your faith. Keep that between you and God. If it's a matter of opinion, keep it between you and God. You pray about it. You take it to him. Let him guide you in faith through the steps that you need to take. But do not quarrel with your brother about it. Do not spend time arguing with your sister over this thing or that thing and definitely don't try to force your belief your faith your your opinion down someone's throat you see why opinions are many times based in fear and if you can convict someone by your fear to change a way that they felt very strongly about and they do it out of the fear then here's the question. What does that mean for what they've done? Because it says there that if anything is done out of fear or not done in faith, it is a sin. Folks, it shouldn't be about us struggling through these things in the way that we do. It shouldn't be about us arguing. Now, it does not mean, now do not get me wrong when I say this, it does not mean that we don't stand on the word of God and we don't stand for the truth of God. But if someone is not hearing it, when you loudly proclaim, when you call names, when you backbite and you argue and you get testy, what happens is people turn you off. 
Those arguments are not winning anyone and they're definitely not winning souls for the kingdom of God. To live in the kingdom means to live in the peace and the joy of the Holy Spirit. To live in the kingdom means that we do in the righteousness of Christ. To live in the kingdom means that we pursue peace with one another and we don't let these little tiny arguments get the best of us. It's okay to share your opinion. It's not okay to argue your opinion. Because when it comes to an argument, everyone gets angry. And you might convince someone to do something your way. But if it's not something that they have done in their faith and in their seeking of the Lord. The reality simply is this. I'm not here to tell you to take a shot or not take a shot. I'm not here to tell you what political alignment to have. I'm not here to tell you how to feel over certain issues. What I am here to tell you is that according to the word of God, each of those things needs to be worked out between us and God. Each of those things need to be worked out in prayer and supplication. Each of those things need to be worked out through our relationship with God and kept between us and God. Because we don't want to cast judgment on ourselves for what we approve. Because if we were to go after someone and convince them to look one way or the other, and then in the process of all of this, we continue to pray and God convicts us and we change our perspective. Now what about the one we caused to stumble because of our conviction? Think about that today. Are you willing to take a step back from the arguments, from the back, back and forth, from the hatred and the hatefulness and from the name calling and all of the things that you're doing? Are you willing to take a step back from that to reflect on what God is showing you to pray, to seek him and to truly seek out what he's trying to tell you today? Because that's where it starts. Again, the kingdom of God is about the righteousness and the peace and the joy of the Holy Spirit. So my encouragement to you today, my encouragement to all of us, and I need to hear this just as many, much as anyone probably. My encouragement is that we seek God, we trust God, and we seek out his will for our lives. And we work on that. Now, I'm not saying we can't call someone on the carpet when they are blatantly living against the scripture. We can show them what the scripture says, but it's not for us to convict them. It is for God. The Holy Spirit active in them will do the convicting. If it is not, if they are truly seeking the Lord, seeking to serve him, that conviction will come from the Holy Spirit within them. We can bring it to their attention, but it is not to argue about. I think that's the point Paul is making. And I think it's the point we need to understand today. Sometimes we get a little too wrapped up in our arguments, don't we? I hope you find some comfort and some peace in this today. I hope that you find something that you can go and read and study on. Romans chapter 14, just replace food with any of the arguments we're having in the world today and see how that settles. I can promise you this. 
it's not for us to convict our brothers and sisters because that that arguing and that backbiting and all of that that takes place is placing a stumbling block in front of them. Let's let the Holy Spirit lead them to remove the blocks rather than us placing more blocks. Let's continue to seek the Lord in all of this. Let's continue to pray for Afghanistan. Continue to pray for Haiti and the the cleanup that's going there. Continue to pray for those battling COVID and continue to pray about these circumstances with the arguments that are taking place, that God will intervene, that God will speak to our hearts and that we will see him move in such a mighty way of revival in this country today and throughout the world. Let's go before him in prayer. Let's lift it up to him. Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity to gather around your word. I pray, Lord, that you would be glorified in the way that we carry ourselves and live. Lord, show us in your word what we need to do. Show us what we can say and how we can love one another. Lord, thank you for telling us that because of your spirit in us, we have the authority over the powers of this world and also that nothing will harm us. And Lord, I pray that we would take our faith and that we would apply that faith in such a way that, Lord, our fear takes a back seat. That the only fear we should have, Lord, is of you. As Jesus told the disciples, Lord, do not fear the one who can kill you, but the one who after you have died can condemn you to hell. That is you. And Lord, I pray that our fear would be a holy reverence for you. That, Lord, we would be found righteous in your sight because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I pray that we would recognize these things and these arguments and these conversations And that, Lord, we would take a step back and reflect, truly seek you, Lord, and that we would keep it between us and you as you give us the guidance and the leadership to move forward. Lord, help us to just give you the glory in all things. Guide us, direct our steps. Lord, we pray for these situations in Afghanistan and in Haiti and around the world, the struggles that we're seeing. Lord, I pray that you would just touch each individual that's involved lord that they would feel a touch from you that god you would protect those who need to be protected but lord i pray that you be glorified in the lives of your children that lord the kingdom mind would enter us that we would focus on that kingdom mind and that we would follow that path that you have set before us go with us lead us and direct us lord continue to show us your glory in mighty ways we pray this in your holy and precious name amen Thank you for listening to the Where the Wild Things Aren't podcast. You can get it on all major platforms that are out there. So we thank you for joining us wherever you're listening. If you want to go listen to another one on another podcast, uh, feel free. We, we'd love the plays. Share it with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash where the wild things aren't podcast. No apostrophe in there, no spaces. But you can find us on Facebook or just search for the Where the Wild Things Aren't podcast on facebook send us a message let us know how we can be praying for you also if you just need someone to talk to about the lord we'd love to do that as well we try to get a new episode up every week on friday so until next week enjoy your week in the lord thanks for listening to the where the wild things aren't podcast